Okay, welcome everybody. Welcome musicians, bass players. It's it's episode one of the Better Bass Podcast. Um, this has been a long time in the works. I'm really excited to get this started. Finally found great platforms where I can kind of share my thoughts about bass, share my thoughts about music, and hopefully, uh, hopefully generate some discussion and help us all on our journeys to become to become better bassists and to become better musicians. So topic I wanted to talk about today, what more appropriate than uh, transcription and learning music by ear. Um, what is transcription? How do you get started? And I want to kind of dispel some myths and some misconceptions about transcribing that I've fought with over my years in the practice room and on the stage. So transcribing, for the broad definition, for the purposes of this episode of the podcast, is just learning music by ear. I don't use the word transcription a lot because it's kind of a, it's kind of a loaded buzzword, particularly in like the jazz academia community, and different people have different definitions of it. For me, it just means taking some musical thing, some idea that was not familiar to you, that you don't have under your fingers and you can't play, and learning how to play it and learning how to execute it on your instrument. So I've got a transcription here that I've been working on. It's a Chick Corea solo on uh, question and answer from the record Like Minds, Gary Burton leading, uh, Pat Metheny, Roy Haynes, Dave Holland is the rest of the rhythm section. Wonderful record. Check it out. I'm going to I'm going to do this live. I'm going to make an attempt at this solo that I've been working on for maybe a month now, and I'm about 70% of the way to having down where I want it, so here goes nothing. Okay, I'm giving myself a B minus so far. So like I said, I'm uh, I'm about midway through the process on this on this transcription on learning this piece of music. I've got all the notes right, I think. I've got most of the rhythms kind of where they need to be, although I'm now at the point where I'm really trying to get the phrasing right and get the time feel right, get really really precise with the rhythm and then I can start focusing on the dynamic control and the accents and the super subtle things. Um, I love Chick Corea. I've always loved Chick Corea. One of my favorite musicians of all time. One of the greatest sort of expressionists on the piano ever, I think. And this is the, the beginning of my journey to understand Chick's concept more. I've never actually... Uh, I've never actually transcribed or learned a solo of his prior to now. I tried a couple of times years ago when I played uh, when I played saxophone and never really got anywhere because I was intimidated. I was really, really intimidated by the transcription process back then because 
Originally, the transcription process was presented to me in a way that was very, very prescriptive and just too difficult for me at the point that I was as a musician. I was told that, well, first of all, I was told that you are not transcribing, you're not really transcribing unless you do it this way, which was intimidating in the first place. And the method that was run down to me involved singing the entire solo without the recording prior to picking up your instrument, then playing the entire solo on your instrument without the recording, then singing with the recording, then playing along to the recording, then writing it all down on, in you know, standard music notation, then performing a harmonic analysis and a rhythmic analysis and a phrasing analysis and all of these sorts of things. And that was just... I was daunted. I was a freshman in college when this was kind of shoved in my face, and I went, whoa, okay, so I'm going to have to do this with this relatively complicated, like at the time it was a Clifford Brown solo or a Charlie Parker solo or something, this complicated piece of music when I'm, I'm barely able to improvise with a blues scale a little bit and I can't really hear rhythms yet. So... That intimidation factor very early on led to me not really transcribing anything for a very long time to my detriment, to my detriment as a musician, and eventually to my detriment as a bass player after I picked up this instrument, but I finally got back into it after years. That was seven or eight years ago. I finally gotten back into transcribing and with this solo and with learning this piece of music, it finally feels like a very, very comfortable and natural part of my process. So I just wanted to share kind of how I got here and how transcription can help and how it can make you a better musician. I mean, obviously, when you learn music by ear, you're training your ears. But when you learn music by ear that inspires you and music that you enjoy listening to, small parts of that music will become part of you and will become part of your playing. And if you're an improviser, maybe the the patterns and the phrases and the, the rhythms and melodies start coming out in solos that you play naturally. And if you're someone who doesn't improvise as much, maybe you're just able to play a certain kind of groove a little more precisely because you heard someone else do it. With this particular solo, the process that I went through with this did not involve any singing. Um, that's not something that's really ever been part of my practice routine, and the result is that I'm a lot more comfortable, I'm a lot more agile and facile playing my instrument when I hear something to try to figure it out than I am trying to figure out with my voice. Nobody wants to hear me sing, try to sing. Sing is kind of an exaggeration for what I can do with, with my voice, but it takes me several seconds to match a pitch, and... I just use my instrument, I just use my bass because I can hear an A minor triad and I can play and I don't have to spend a bunch of time fishing around for pitches. I'm, it, it's just a lot easier for me that way. So the way that I learned this solo is just by... I'd listened to this record hundreds of times already before. Um, this is one of my favorite jazz albums, especially jazz albums of its era, but jazz albums, period. And I just started, I started like this. A few notes at a time, phrase by phrase, keeping it very simple. Okay, I can kind of hear that. That's all D minor pentatonic, pretty simple. A 
B flat in there, that's in my ears. Okay, so this is pretty diatonic. But then we move a little bit outside that. Where's the notes? And kind of playing it with the recording and without it again over and over, just a few notes at a time. Not slowing it down using a slowdowner or anything, because for me that kind of makes my time feel really messy. I don't like doing that. I prefer to learn music in real time. But it took me a full day, maybe like an hour and a half worth of practice to get to the point where I was just playing. Fluidly along with the recording and where I was comfortable with it and had it sort of sort of rhythmically where it needed to be in with all the notes right. This stuff takes a long time, especially if you haven't been at it forever. I have pretty good ears. I learn songs on the bandstand very quickly while playing them all the time. Um, I have very well-trained ears, and it still takes me a while to figure out complicated jazz solos and things like this. And that's why it's important to be patient with yourself when you transcribe, and if you're tackling something that you know is going to be a challenge for you, then just give yourself time to do it. Unless you're learning a song to play on a gig tomorrow night or something, there's no rush. There's no need to rush the process, and you should take as much time as you need. Transcribing also doesn't have to be jazz solos. If you're learning the melody to a song so that you can play it in unison with somebody, that's transcribing when you're doing it by ear. If you're learning some chord changes, you're earing out a pop tune and you're, you're figuring out what the changes are, that's transcribing. All of this is ear training. All of this is improving your ears. All of this is improving your learning process. And ultimately, nothing that you practice, no music that you learn, unless you're physically hurting yourself on the instrument, which is a topic for a different episode, but nothing that you practice is ever going to make you worse. So... If you haven't transcribed anything before, if you haven't tried to learn music by ear before, I recommend you start with something really, really simple. Maybe it's just a simple pop song that you're familiar with that you've been listening to for a long time and you want to figure out what the chords are. And you're going to spend a bunch of time fishing around. Oh, no, that's not the right note. No, it's not a D chord. Okay, it's a G chord. And then the next chord is, uh, okay, it's a C chord. And it might take you a while. And that's perfectly okay because that's the beginning. That's the beginning of the process. That's the beginning of the ear training process. And that's how you get to the point where you can learn complicated music really quickly. And that's just, it's an endlessly useful skill. Learning songs by ear is an endlessly useful skill. You're not going to have a chart for everything all the time. And if you're anything like me, you'll get to a point where you'd rather learn a piece of music off of a recording than off of a piece of paper because the sound is so much more precise. The sound expresses itself. The notes on the page can only do so much. The notes on the page can only express so much of the subtle changes in dynamics and articulation and in time feel that will actually be played on a stage. So that's what transcription's about for me is learning the subtleties, learning the time and sound and the things that make 
the things that make Chick Corea's lines swing so hard. Why does this super simple D minor pentatonic lick just go so hard at the beginning of this solo when Chick plays it? Why does that context make it sound the way that it does? How do we make our ideas, whether they're very simple or very complex, how do we make them more impactful? And how do we say what we mean? How do we truly express ourselves as musicians? That's the journey that I'm on. And I think that's the journey that most of us are on. That's all the material I've got for this episode. If you'd like to share your own thoughts on transcription, uh, leave a comment on Substack. I'm doing my best to make this podcast available on Spotify, Apple, all the places where you normally consume your podcasts, but the home and the home of the discussion will be on betterbase.substack.com. Um, that's where the show is going to live, and that's where I'm going to post it first. So if you'd like to join, if you'd like to join the community, join the discussion, head on over to Substack, leave a comment, leave a suggestion. Always looking for new ideas for this. Always taking feedback. Really appreciate you. Let's all be better bass players together. Mm -hmm.